Welcome to episode eight of the One Up Formula podcast. And as you all know, after each interview, we unpack the guests' One Up Formula. And last week, we had Teo, and I heard so much great feedback about Teo Roxon. He was great, wasn't he? And if you haven't checked out his stuff, uh, go to at Taylor Roxon. Uh, he's got a lot of great stuff on Instagram. You can actually go check him out on YouTube, too. I can't say enough about Teo. He's just a great friend and also was a great guest. And what we had talked about inside of that episode that was really impactful that, again, we're going to be diving into was the concept of getting an understanding of your values. Real quick, I want to show some love to one of our sponsors, Lesson Lee, and I love their motto, by the way, do better work, which is what our podcast is focused on here. And what they do over there, Lesson Lee, is they have a readiness and training software for high growth sales teams. So go check them out on their website, LessonLee.com, and much love to you guys. So what I'm going to unpack today is what... I wrote down as my values, so you all can do this exercise with me as well. It was really helpful. Also, how I do self-awareness checks and how you can do them as well. And then once you've done that self-awareness check, now you can schedule out your priorities to execute on to be successful. So hopefully you all enjoyed the episode last week. If you did not check it out, please, please go do so. And and before I dive into these three components, um, want to do a, just if you all could do this for me, this would be amazing, is reviews for the podcast. Now, how do you do that? So open up podcast, which is basically iTunes, iTunes podcast. And all you have to do is once you're in there, uh, typically it's at the bottom and it says write a review. And if you all could just write a review and show it some love, uh, we're trying to continuously get this podcast out so we can get other amazing guests like Teo. And we have some even more amazing guests coming up as well. So thank you all for that. Now let's get into the content. So from what Teo talked, Teo Roxon talked about in episode seven was what can you do to start having self-awareness, right? Or, or values. I want to start there. Values. Now, when it comes to your values, this is incredibly important because I, I treat them as a creed. Now, let me explain that. So I'm a huge Middle Ages, medieval times buff. I don't know if you guys have ever been there to medieval times. Like that was me. <laughs> okay. I went to medieval times. I was all about it and I loved it. And one thing inside of the middle ages that each family had was a creed or values that they stood for. So I don't know how many game of Thrones fans are out there. If you are, you know what I'm talking about here. So the Lannisters, the Starks, right? They all had a creed that they stood by. And if you noticed in the show that each person in that family followed the creed in some form or fashion. Now, obviously there's some outliers in the family that go a little bit different, but basically if you were part of this family, then okay, boom, you basically are this, right? And so that was the key point of it, which again, made it like super interesting, right? So as we're talking about these different things that we're going into, uh, what is really, really important for everyone to figure out is what is your creed and what do you stand for right the Lannisters stood for something the stark stood for something if you go back to every family they all stood for something in the medieval times which was the makeup of their 
family and which led to what alliances and enemies they had in the future as well, which is another key point about everything I'm saying. So when Teo talks about what your values are, this determines who your friends are going to be, who you partner with, who sponsors you, even your significant other, like your boyfriend or girlfriend, your wife, husband, whatever, whatever you are doing from a significant other standpoint. You got to know that because if the values don't align, everything else I'm about to talk about in this podcast moving forward doesn't matter. Okay, so so what is that? So I have two things here. I have five words that I stand by and I look for in other people that I associate with in my inner circle with my girlfriends and also with people that I like to work with because I want to pick the people I work with. I don't want them to be thrown on me. And then also I'll tell you the creed that I have as well. So. First and foremost, let's talk about the creed and then I'll break down the words and why I picked those words. So let's get to it. So, and this is, as I'm going through this, I want you all to think about this. What's your creed and what are your five words? And I, and after I go through the five words, I want you all to like pause it and write out what your five are, right? And, and I'll explain what the five are for mine, but let's get to the creed. So my creed that I believe in is that I want to live my best and most empowered life and surround myself with other people who want to do the same thing. And I also want to align with people who are transparent and open and have a moral background, a good moral background to do the right things instead of the corrupt things. And by following that creed, the people I surround myself with and me as a person, my aim is to break through the noise in the marketplace, and that's like from a sales and business standpoint, but most importantly, to tune out the negative noise in my head and also for people around me that they are striving to do the same thing. So ultimately, my creed is I want to live my most empowered life that I can through my work and also through my personal life, but that's by continuously getting rid of the negativity that's around me. So that's the creed that I live by. So if you are not striving for those things. If you have none of those qualities I mentioned, then we won't be that close, period. And that's a creed that I live by. So my girlfriend, my inner circle, my mastermind, the people I work with, like they have those things within them. And if you are negative, if you are have a shady or corrupt moral background, if you're not aiming to live your most empowered life, cheers, we ain't gonna be cool, <laughs> period. And so that that helps me discern who comes on this podcast, who I work with and my mindset moving forward. And people can read that energy, good or bad. Good is because now I can attract the people who follow this creed. The bad is I just get rid of those people just, you know, (laughs) they're not here, period. So that's really important. Know your creed. It's mine's just like, you know, it's just one sentence. Uh, there, there might be like a little bit more, right, that goes into it. But the creed at, at the core is like, that is what I stand by. That is stand by. That is who I am. And write it out. I have mine in a document. It's literally just called why I'm here, creed. And that's what I stand by. And if you don't align with it, see ya. All right. So let's talk about the five words. The five words, the importance of this is to get an understanding based on your values Right. These five words, you should basically be looking for other people to have these five words. Now, they may not have all five. If they have all five, that's incredible. But you want them to follow at least some of these. So these are my five. And I'll explain the reasons. Loyalty, passion, integrity, honesty, 
and optimism. So I'll go over that one more time. Loyalty, passion, integrity, honesty, and optimism. Now let me break each one down. Loyalty. Why did I pick loyalty? So I'm a very, very loyal person. When it comes to relationships, I feel like cheating doesn't make sense. If you don't want to be with the person, then say they don't want to be with them. I'm very loyal in that sense. I would never do it. Also as well, when it comes to people that brought you into the game or showed you a tip. So when I first started at Terminus, I was very, very loyal to Terminus. I never, I did not want to leave. Uh, I was a very emotional, it was a very emotional decision for me because I loved every single person on that team. And it was an experience that will probably never happen again. And I had a lot of great people that worked there and they were the people that brought me into tech sales. You know, a lot of people had rejected me and I went through like 20 SDR interviews and nobody wanted me. So, you know, you kind of get sad and emotional about it after a while. And when someone decides to take a chance on you, you get very loyal to those people and also the organization. So that's why loyalty is really, really important to me. As you all know, there's not a lot of loyal people out there. There isn't. And so if you could find people who are loyal, obviously significant others and, and, and best friends, like whatever you say to them, like it's going to stay with them and they're loyal and they have your back, stick to those people. If you have a leader that's loyal to you, stick to that leader. A mentor, family members, because some family members, you know, they may be family members, but they're not loyal, right? So loyalty is paramount. It is number one for me because it is what I look for in every person I interact with. Do they have loyalty? Because if they don't, that's, that's fickleness. And I don't deal with fickleness. That's what I stand by. I'm looking for loyalty. Number two is passion. Now, you all can hear me. I'm very passionate about this podcast, about my work. If you follow me on LinkedIn or Instagram, I'm just excited about what I do. Now, most people are still figuring out what they want to do. I'm still writing down, hey, this is the direction I want to go into. We figure it out day by day, which is awesome. It's evolution and growth. However, you want to find people who do have passion. And the reason it's important to me is because I want people to be striving towards the excitement that they want in their life. And you can be passionate about that, right? There are people who are very passionate about sales, but they realize they're more passionate about being a manager, right? Or there are people who are passionate about marketing, but they're more passionate being a digital marketer. You see where I'm going here is that you can be very passionate in an area, but you realize I need to get deeper in this area and to get more granular. I think that's just really important for everyone here to listen and, and be, and be passionate about it. You guys hear me? Like, what am I saying? Passionate, right? About what you all are doing and are you striving towards that passion and have that energy transfusion with the other person. So for me, passion is incredibly important. I, I believe I always strive towards being more passionate. And I'll give this tip because I did it last week is write down the things that make you passionate and write down, write down the things that don't make you passionate. And the more you can find your passion in things, the more energy you have towards it and the better you will perform. So that's why passion is there. I try to find people who are passionate about life, passionate about their hobbies, like I just want to find people who are excited. You don't have to be the most fired up person in the world and figure out, hey, this is exactly what I'm going to do, Morgan. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying 
Find people who are passionate about things. If they're passionate about movies, that's awesome. If they're passionate about games, that's awesome. You just don't want to find people who are just like null and void. They just don't care about anything and they're just depressed. Like you don't want to hang out with these people. Passion. Three is integrity. So context, the definition of integrity is what are you doing when no one is looking? So this is a common theme with one and threes. I look for, I always look for things on people like, are they being consistent when no one's around? So integrity is important to me to give you all context because I want to be able to perform and do things without people having to worry about me. And I also, people that I work with, I don't want to have to worry about them. So integrity is important because that comes down to what we'll talk about in the next point, which is self-awareness. Because if you don't have self-awareness and you don't know how you should be performing and how you should be acting, then yeah, your integrity is going to be pretty low and you're just going to do things to do things. It even goes back to the creed, right? Notice how this all ties together. When I mentioned the creed, I said, if you have a corrupt or you know immoral background, then yeah, you're not going to have any integrity. You're just going to do whatever you want to get ahead and stomp on everyone else, which I feel like is not my vibe. I always lean on, shout out to Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. He always says, hey, I'm not trying to tear down the other buildings. I'm just trying to build, build the biggest building. So for me, it's like, I'm just trying to build the biggest brand I can, but I'm not trying to tear anyone down. I'm just doing my thing. And when it comes to integrity, it's, it's integrity. It's like staying in your lane and doing what you need to do at the max ability that you can and believing that you can do it at your max ability. That's just really important. And that's why from an integrity standpoint, if you're listening in, like that might be one of your five words here. I think it's actually, it's at the, I mean, I say loyalty is number one, but I think integrity is like number two. Cause like if people don't know what you're doing outside of work and you have to have someone who micromanage you, if you have someone who doubts you, that doesn't lead to high success. So make sure you instill integrity in yourself and you want to have integrity with your other friends, loved ones and workers. Cause you don't want to have to worry about them either. You want them to have integrity. So they have the self-awareness and confidence to move forward and do what they need to do. All right. So that's number three. Number four is the honesty. This one's straightforward. I like to work with people who are honest. You know, I don't want to deal with people who are liars, right? I don't want to deal with people who are deceiving. The more transparent and honest someone can be with you, the better, because that means that they're honest with other people. If you have someone who is being dishonest with you, imagine how they're being dishonest with your customers, how they might be dishonest with other friends, right? You have a significant other who's dishonest with you. How? Okay. So what else is going on there? Right? It makes you start asking questions. So honesty is important in communication because it it allows for the conversation to be fluid. It doesn't, it doesn't allow for people to be skeptical. There is no second guessing. That's why it's number four. That's why it's important to me. I want to be honest with the people that I'm talking to. I don't want to feel like I have to go and (laughs) inspector gadget on you to figure out like, oh, what's going on with this person? Like, I'd rather not be a detective. I just don't have time for it. We all don't have time for it, right? We we have only a certain amount of time in the day. Most of you probably listen and earn sales. If you're listening and you're an entrepreneur, you're you're stressed. Like, why would I want to deal with someone who's lying and deceiving and I got to go go on a escape room hunt? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just would rather not do that. So honesty is really important to me. I want people that I'm around me to be honest. And that's a really key factor for me across the board because it allows for conversations to be more fluid. And and like I said before, that's really important because there's so much things going on. I don't want to have to do this. 
So number five is really important here. Again, all five are important, right? But I end with this one because optimism is something that I believe we're missing a lot in the world right now. You know, most people, we've been in this pandemic for a year now, and negativity definitely can seep in. Your mindset can definitely change. I have nothing against that. That's all fair. Yet I want to be around people who are optimistic about the future. They're positive thinking because that energy feeds off each other. That's why it's really important. I talk a lot about positive mindset and optimism because I want people around me to have the same thing. If you hang out with five negative people for the next month, you're going to be a lot more negative. But if you hang out with five people who are optimistic for the rest of the month, you're going to find out ways to move forward and be more positive thinking and other people around you are going to feel it and you're just going to have a good vibe around yourself. The whole goal here is to be the vibe. So I always see myself like I am the vibe, right? And I'm going to focus on how can I be as optimistic as possible. So my inner circle, my girlfriend, and my family members, my coworkers can feel that energy. And so that's why it's part of the values that I have here is I want to find people and I want to be around people who have optimism and are optimistic. Because if I work with people and I'm around people who are optimistic, I'm going to have way better outcomes. But if I don't, I might start slipping. I might start being negative to people I, I shouldn't be negative to. You see where I'm going with this? So optimism is really important. Again, this is not for them to be woo-woo and be like, oh, I'm so positive all the time. It's just, it's an aura. It's a mindset. It's an energy. And you need to pick that up. Because if you have negative energy, you're going to attract negative people. And when you attract negative people, it's not going to, I promise you, will not go in the direction that you want it to. Or even if they have a negative energy and they're successful, you now have a negative energy, right? So that goes back to the the creed. Remember, the creed's important. It goes back to, okay, you got you got sketchy moral background here. You don't want that. The morals have to line and your five words, you want to make sure they at least align with other people. All five, they may not, right? But I try to seek for all five, right? There may be one that may be different, right? But again, what I mean by they may be different, like someone's top five might be my same as the top five, right? But some words can mean the same or they're very aligned. But know your five. Again, like I said, take a moment and write it down, right? Let's just take a moment here. Write it down. What are your five? Right. And so now that you're writing this five, I want you all to just to, to keep whatever you're writing. Keep it this open because we're not done yet. We got we got some more to do. I got some more packing for you. So what I also did after what Teo said is go back and write out. Just be self-aware. I was like strengths, weaknesses. Right. I did that as well. And I'll just share three strengths, three weaknesses. Um, there, there's a lot there for sure. And I feel like, you know, we can go with main three. That's because I that's kind of where I want to lean. Because if you go like too deep and write down like 50 things, it can be way too much. But I think for everyone, three is really important, right? It helps you become more self-aware. And we mentioned it briefly on the podcast as well uh, from Teo is that one thing you can do is do 360 reviews. So for context, that means that you go out and actively seek someone, seek out somebody and you ask them, hey, what am I really great at? And then what are things I can improve upon? So those are just two things. So I'm going to give you the three strengths, three weaknesses. You also can write this down as well. So again, this is just part of the exercise. Three strengths. One is high energy. I just don't, I don't, I just got high energy. It's a gift. I just keep, I keep going. Uh, Two is being a dynamic facilitator and speaker. And three is 
innovation. So those are the three strengths, right? One is high energy. Two is being a dynamic facilitator and speaker. I mean, educator, entertainer, whatever you want to go. That, that's one of my strengths. And then three is innovation. So, and what I mean by that for context is making videos, right? I'm on Twitch, right? I'm doing a lot of different stuff. So I'm always innovating. I'm always moving forward. And again, it's not thinking about, hey, I'm pushing the envelope. It's like, I am the envelope, right? It's like, I'm going in this direction. This is what I'm going to do. Uh, those are my three main strengths. Uh, again, there were some other ones as well, right? Like, well, I'll give you like a, a bonus one. We'll give a bonus one each one, right? So a bonus one that I, that I felt was interesting, <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, because I guess it still is, is being a great coach slash manager, right? It's an interesting one because I don't, and when I mean being coach slash manager, the reason it's interesting because I just, I haven't been a manager in a while, but, but yeah, okay, no, that makes sense. I just don't do it as much. I don't do like, coaching like one-to-one as much i do obviously more training bigger groups but okay cool that's actually an interesting point because like people still see that in me even though that's not my title right so that's actually the reason i'm bringing up as interesting is because sometimes your strength is in something where you don't have a title in right so just keep that in mind too you might be strong in 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 an area that isn't your title so don't let your title define you weaknesses so the three ones one is my attention to detail i move very very quick uh, that is one of the things I need to improve and get better at. I think I have actually improved and got better at it, but that that's number one is attention to detail. That That is it for sure. Um, two is, so I can proactively ask for feedback. It's how I physically react to feedback. I have my weaknesses that I show a lot of facial expressions when I'm getting negative feedback and it's because it's physically like, like, ugh, like, oh my gosh, like, I don't like this right now. So I don't, I can't like just take it in and just like stand still or sit still. I like, like visually, like you can see me. I'm just like, oh, this is awful. I don't like this. Right. So that's a weakness of mine. And so how I actually, how I combat that. So let's talk about it. How I combat it is I write down feedback when I'm getting something negative so I can be more reflective on it. And attention to detail, what I do is if I can do something in less than 60 seconds, I try to do it. And then also I set task for everything because I'm moving so fast. So every single thing has a task in some form or fashion um, down all the way to doing laundry and washing dishes. Yes, I am crazy. Yet this is what I have to do. (laughs) This is what I have to do. How do I get things done? And another weakness of mine is I can get too caught up in work. So what I mean by that is I can become a workaholic very fast. Um, For me, my comfort zone is working a lot. That's how I cope with stress, which for most people are like, that's weird. But if I'm like slightly stressed or I feel off or like I feel like something's not right, I will immediately lean to doing more work weird i know but that's me and so how do i combat that to improve is i proactively reach out to friends i proactively schedule hangouts uh, i make sure to call or send a voice note to somebody just to quickly catch up so i'm always reaching out to friends and being proactive i will i will i will forget it i'll be like yo i could literally sit in this apartment for six months and 
not meet up with anybody and do work and play video games and be a hundred percent okay. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all, I'm just letting y'all know what it is. So like, that's me, right? But you have to begin self-awareness. You got to know yourself. And this is from multiple 360 interviews. And also this is just me knowing myself. Number four, the bonus, right? Is I talk fast. Now, some of you all may think on this podcast, you're like, oh, Morgan, he talks really fast. This is nothing in comparison to how fast I used to talk. It used to be really, really bad. I would talk so fast. I have no idea how anyone even tolerated me or even wanted me around. I just talked so fast. I felt like I had to get my point out so quickly that no one was listening. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, right? It's just like, whoa, dude, relax, bruh, <laughs> you know? So yeah, there's that, moving really fast. So now what I do, you probably already noticed it in this podcast, is I slow things down and I pause. It allows me to have composure and to control my energy. My strength is my energy, yet if I don't know how to control it, it becomes an overall weakness. So ironically enough, me talking really fast is a weakness. Yet I talk fast because I have an energy, but if you can control it and you can have your right tones and you know when to get more excited, then you can really stand out. So those are my strengths, my weaknesses. Take a moment here, write those down. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? If not, this is time to pause. Just pause and ask a friend, hey, what are my strengths? What are things I can improve upon? Ask five friends, just text them. You know, call them if you want to. And, right? You don't have to, this isn't that deep, right? But once you get it, right, the self-awareness, you can get deeper. So notice what I said there. It's not deep to ask your friends about your strengths and weaknesses. The deep work starts when you start have, when they start getting the data and you have to dive deep into like, okay, so why is that? Why is that my strength? Why is that my weakness? Is it from my childhood? Is it because this is the way I perceive things? Like, whoa, I never noticed that was my strength. Why have I not double clicked on this? That's important. All right. So you've, Whoever creed, you have your five values of words. You've been self-aware. You gathered information, right? And the clues are all around us, by the way. If you listen to episode seven, Taylor dives in this deeper, but the clues are there. Like it's in books. It, the person next to you, like I just mentioned, it's in a movie you watch. The clues are there. We have to be aware of them. Uh, this goes back to my last point. And as we wrap this up, is scheduling your priorities. This is insanely critical. So one thing that I do is I have quarterly Goals. I've, I've talked about this before, but quarterly goals map to my values, my creed, the self-awareness. So once you understand your priorities, they go to your goals quarterly. And then basically understand once you understand your goals quarterly, then you know what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. Is it working out? Is it reaching out to people proactively? So for example, what am I going to do after this podcast episode is over and I'm done doing it here? So I'm about to go on Instagram and send out a couple of voice messages, thanking some people, right? Part of my creed here, helping people live their empowered life. So I'm reaching out to people, seeing how things are going. Thanks, thanking for people to, for watching that piece of content, for checking out this. Like I'm getting in the weeds. It's what I used to do on LinkedIn in the OG days. So I'm doing it on Instagram now. Like I'm just building an audience. How I know best is getting in the weeds and like messaging people, engaging with people. Like that's what I'm going to do. After this, I'm going to call my girlfriend, right? I'm actually going to hit up a couple of my friends. We're going to basically just kick it at a spot. I know it's cool. People are like, oh, what's going on? Nope. But it's like five of us, you know, linking up, 
mask on, say what's up. We haven't seen each other in forever. So like, this is what I'm doing, right? That matches to self-awareness, values, things of nature. Like I'm using my strengths. My strengths is the energy and being dynamic. So I can send out voice messages to people and engage in the audience. But I know my weaknesses is hanging out with people. So Monday is my most clear day. Because once the week, once once Tuesday, this is Monday right now, right? But once Tuesday starts, yo, your boy is lost. So I have to do all my things today, right? To make sure things are in order. And that's why that's important. So I schedule my priorities. A lot of it happens on my admin day on Monday. I'm going through being like, cool, what do I need to get done? Saw my mom today. Uh, we, we knocked out a couple things for, from a content standpoint. You know, I talked to one of my homies earlier in the morning, but later tonight, I'm going to hit up a couple of people. We're going to figure out what we're going to do on Saturday to all link and create more content. Just hang out, vibe, chill, right? Hang, talking to my girlfriend because once the week starts, it's crazy. So I'm not going to be as attentive later in the week as I am in the beginning. So I like to talk to her when I'm fresh and feeling really good. Like these are things you have to do, right? So just be mindful of where you can start scheduling your priorities around based on your week so you can maximize your week and feel really good about it. But the quarterly goals are also important. Make sure you write those down uh, for context. How do you do those? Three, professionally, personally, and financially. And I don't typically put seven goals in there. So I'm tracking really well towards my quarter goals right now. I'm really fired up. I should be able to complete a large majority of them by the end of the quarter. Now, you don't complete every single goal in the quarter. Like sometimes it'll happen. But I'm tracking really well towards a lot of them. And the, they're all going to get done. And it's going to be really good for me. <laughs> so do that. All right. So let's wrap this episode up. All right. So I've said his name a lot. But please go listen to the Teo episode, episode seven. Go do that. You'll understand what I'm unpacking here and what I took from the episode. It was going back and it was a refresher for me on the most part, but also it was me redefining and adding to my values and really coming up with my creed. This is my creed. This is what people around me, this is what I believe in. And this is part of what they believe in too, because they have their creed, right? But our creeds align in some form or fashion, but this is my creed. This is the creed of my family moving forward. And that's important. Then I have the five things that I focus on here. We got them. Loyalty, passion, integrity, honesty, and optimism. Then as well, reflecting three strengths, three weaknesses. I added a bonus in there and it just gets you all to think. I have like maybe 20, 30 I have on both sides, but know what those are. Are you like me, right? You have a high energy dynamic speaker. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're a coder like my brother, right? Or my other brother who just knows all this information about science. Like I'm like, yo, what in the world? I don't know how you know this, right? Know your weaknesses too and figure out how you can improve on them and then find out the ways to schedule your priorities quarterly, but also daily and weekly so you can improve on your weaknesses and also bolster up your strengths. So I'm hoping you all walk away and you now have your values in place and you now know what to do moving forward. I appreciate all you listening in and tuning in and giving me your time and one upping with me right one upping with me as i'm taking this journey too i'm executing while i'm learning from the guests and as always y'all one up and have a fantastic rest of your day